previously on Dungeons and Drimbus. Yagin, please, this is a safe space if you want to share. What, what, what do you want to know? So, those people were my parents. Parents, yeah. yeah. My real name is uh, Ronald Silversmith. There it is. Uh, Jorgen is uh, 42. Ronald <laughs> is 19. And Ronald goes inside the house to take a nap. What does Jorgen do, though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can follow. <laughs> oh, right. uh, oh. Everyone saddles up and you burst out the stable doors as you collectively ride towards High Claw at full gallop. Limu, look, we're almost home. We're coming, Mama. You may have my brothers fooled, but I saw you. Where? You nearly killed Mama. <laughs> what? You're the one who trampled her in the street. Are we on board with this plan? Is this a good idea? You know, time out really quick. I would just like to... Can we just reiterate what it is that we are doing? Jezeline looks at you, says one word. Regicide. Something's not right. I think they sent a phony cure to Longreach. It's him! It's the assassin! Hardlock Warren. I think, uh, you all better come along. With your friend Hartlock, two guards put the bars to lock the palace front doors. And Hartlock like raises his glowing fist with the now red energy pulsating through it. Hartlock extends his middle and index finger and you see the energy pulsating out of that. And he jams the two fingers into one into each eye as the king roars. You hear that lad? That's the sound of justice. Commander, look! You see a volley of fireballs raining down onto High Claw. The sky now appearing red. What? Malachi. Malachi walks towards the palace menacingly. Fifty or so pirates charge towards the palace, killing guards along the way. As you run down the stairs, you hear the front doors explode behind you. You come to the end of the tunnel and the path goes left or right. Jezeline! She grabs hard luck. Let's go! And she runs to the left. All right, I'm going right. I'm going right. What? Bye. You see a red portal humming and pulsating. You see an obsidian orb with red glowing veins floating six inches above a pedestal. And Grumbo pounces on the court doctor. And the two of them crash into the pedestal, knocking it down. The orb falls to the ground and shatters. I jump into the portal. Jezlyn like stumbles into the portal. I jump in the portal. You see a flash of red and then silence. Hardlock, the horde of pirates, storms through and no, you are torn to bits. And this whole entire horde closes in on Jeremiah and you can guess the rest. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Another red flash. And then you fall to the ground. Only, it's not ground. At least you don't think. All you see for miles is water. The ground itself is water, except you don't sink. You appear to be walking on the water. And you see above a sky like a surrealist black and white painting. With the moon 50 times its normal size. Sitting on the horizon. Shining against the water. 
the only object you see is some sort of fountain altar, and the water pouring out appears to be moving in slow motion. What? Nowhere left to run. Oh. Just you, me, and the unrelenting darkness of death. But if you're hoping for a fair fight, then you come to the wrong man. Malachi points his palms to the floor and a burst of flames explodes from his hands and he launches into the air. And who is the god that'll deliver ye from my hands? Malachi's eyes turn into flames. Roll for initiative. Why are you doing this? Natural 20. First roll of the day, baby. I got a three. (laughs) Okay, Argan, you're up first. Is it just Malachi or what? It's just Malachi. Screw it. Okay. Yargan sees Malachi floating up to the sky, reaches into his back pocket, and pulls out the scroll of reduction and reads it on Malachi. Forgot about that. (laughs) Shit's been highlighted on my character sheet for like three (laughs) sessions. Sarkothiath Nuri! And the scroll disintegrates in Yargan's hands, and Malachi shrinks down a little bit to two and a half foot tall. Malachi. <laughs> Who's the big man now? Don't get cookie yet, please. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta grab him first, we gotta like, hold him. Malachi zooms away, no. slams into the ground, and the water, when he hits the ground, flies up, but you see the water's very slow motion, splashing up into the air, very beautiful. The rest of the world is moving at normal speed. It's just the water for some reason. And he makes a dome of water around him. And you think you see through the water him pulling out a trick of his own. And you hear a muffle through the water. Taurus, you'll get new adversaries. I hate everything. I hate everything that has ever happened. And Malachi returns to his normal size. You know, we got like a whole trunk of these back there. In the ruin. (laughs) Jezline runs up to the orb of water that Malachi has just come from, and then Malachi once again shoots himself into the air with his Iron Man fire ability. Hey, uh, Wolfie, how comfortable are you with being thrown at the flying pirate up there? I will die for you. Well, that's... See, I don't want that either. I don't really want that. Uh, But we can... If you're game, then all right. I feel like Yargan is stronger. Yargan has more yeeting power. Yeah. <laughs> roll your yeet modifier. <laughs> Do you want me to roll a yeet for you? <laughs> yeah, Yargan, can you yeet my wolf pup up to Malachi? Say no more. And uh, Yargan yeets. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Rage. Rage adds. But it's a. Is it a critical? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, it's just okay. Yargan yeets the wolf up with a 13. Yargan runs over to the wolf and picks him up because Ryana asked him to and throws the wolf at Malachi and the wolf chomps just barely at Malachi's feet but he misses and, and he falls back to the ground but he lands on his feet safely. I'm gonna shoot at Malachi with the longbow. 18. Roll for damage. That's a six. Malachi maneuvers out of the way when the wolf comes to bite at him and then suddenly an arrow flies at him from Rayana into his leg. His flight pattern is ruffled for a bit as he takes six <laughs> points of damage. 
Jorgen is gonna give a look at Rayana and hope that she understands as he charges at her. And he's gonna try and get a little boost off so he can fly into the air and whip at Malachi. <laughs> Rayana's gonna prep herself to give Jorgen the little push he needs. That's gonna be a 22. That is five points a day. Yargen runs towards Rihanna, and Rihanna cups her hands, and as soon as Yargen puts his foot in her hand, she hoists him up into the air, and Yargen reels back his chain whip and lays a blow on Malachi as he continues to struggle to keep his flight pattern nice and steady. No matter. I'll lace y'all athwart. In his hands, uh, you see flames begin to grow in ember and burst, and then he uh, unleashes out an entire fire wave, burning right onto Yargen. Ah! That is going to do 18 points of damage. As Malachi falls to the ground, you see the water splash again in slow motion around him. Jezlang runs through the wave of water splashing through the air in slow motion and comes with her scimitar and just stabs right into Malachi's side for seven points of damage. That's my captain. <coughs> Malachi then backhands her. She falls to the side and he pulls the scimitar out of his body. The wolf is just going to attack. Run up and chomp, baby. 18. Roll for damage. Then the wolf charges at Malachi and pounces on him, bites him, and then Malachi kicks him off. But you see this huge bite mark in Malachi's, like, collarbone area. Ooh. Malachi kicks himself up to his feet. Gonna shoot him again, baby. Boop. 19. Roll for damage. Four. Malachi kicks himself up to his feet, only to be met with an arrow in the shoulder. Jargon, seeing that the water is kind of, like, falling around Malachi is gonna run to invade that personal space. And while he does that, he's gonna charge up a power attack with his whip. He's gonna remove three points off his roll to hit and hopefully add those to the damage and lash it right across Malachi's face. 29, which becomes a 27. Roll for damage. Five plus three, eight. Malachi gets a sword to the stomach from Jezeline. He knocks her aside, he pulls the scimitar out. Then the wolf jumps on him. And he kicks the wolf off, comes to his feet. Then he's met with an arrow in the shoulder. And the onslaught continues as Yargen runs up and whips him across his body with the flaming whip. And after the whole onslaught, Malika's just like, you stinking build rat! He's trying to find Yargen, but through all the water splashed through the air, like it's hard to see clearly. Yargen is trying to use that water to his advantage. He's hiding behind like a wall of water that's still splashing slowly. Malachi sees the blur of Yargen. And so he takes one of his daggers, he throws the dagger above the wall of water, and then quickly whips out his crossbow and fires at his own dagger in midair. And it, the crossbow bolt ricochets off of the dagger and down onto Yargen, and he takes five points of damage. Jesus Christ! Jezeline picks up the scimitar again. Malachi sees her coming. He points his two palms to the water and then lets a burst of fire come out. As soon as the fire hits the water, a huge cloud of steam forms and starts clouding the immediate area. And it becomes very difficult to see and she loses track of Malachi in the steam cloud. The wolf is gonna sniff him out and bite him. 17. The wolf starts sniffing at the air, but all that water vapor, you just hear. 
<laughs> the wolf is unable to locate Malachi in the fog. Damn it, if I can't see anything. So I would like to shoot him again. Let's see if that works. 17. Ryan is darting her eyes back and forth. She's listening for any footstep, any noise at all, but she cannot see or hear a thing. Damn. Yargan is gonna press through the fog kind of hoping that he can track Malachi throughout. And he's gonna load up another power attack. So I think as he's walking through the fog, he's kind of whipping his chain in circles, getting ready to strike at him the moment he catches a glimpse of him. 18 to hit. Roll your spot now. Three. He hears like a footstep on the water. And he turns and And you hear, ah, Yargin. Oh no. Jezeline takes, roll for damage. No. Seven. Jezeline takes seven points of damage and her elbow is burned. Oh, last. No, 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 no. I'm so sorry. He, he kisses it better. <laughs> Yargan runs up to Jezeline. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he starts kissing her elbow and stuff. And then suddenly Malachi appears from behind Yargan and takes a dagger and plunges it into Yargan's belly from behind. The dagger is red hot. He's been uh, cooking it nice and tight with his uh, flame. And that does eight points of damage as uh, stabs the dagger into your belly and, and uh, burns. Yargan just like reflexively, I guess it goes a little too deep and it triggers some reflex and throws up on him a little bit. Just He's behind you. So you oh, I guess I throw up on Jessaline. You throw up on Jessaline. <laughs> on Jessaline's shoes, you, you throw up. <laughs> Jezeline goes to, reflexively, instinctively, without even thinking, goes to punch Malachi off of Yargan, but Malachi ducks as Yargan comes up from just finishing throwing up and punches Yargan in the face. There's now puke from your mouth and blood from your nose. Alright, lost fair. I guess we'll call it even. The wolf would like to do the same thing. 18. Roll for your wolf's spot. 16. Alright, roll for damage. In the fog, the wolf thinks oh, no. <laughs> it bites your It's picking up the scent <laughs> and just starts charging. And we just hear footsteps. And sure enough, the wolf comes to Yargan and Jezeline uh, struggling with each other and bites the calf of Jezeline for six damage. Good lord! Afterwards, realizes what it's done, moves back, puts its tail between its legs, and bows its head and whimpers. <laughs> He didn't mean to. Ryan, it's your turn. Ryan, this time is gonna try a fork attack just so she doesn't shoot anyone in the dark. 19. Roll your spot. 17. Roll for damage. I don't trust you. <laughs> That's a three. And Ryan hears a ruffle of footsteps and jabs no. in, in the mist and sure enough. Not you too. <laughs> <laughs> Jezline gets in her the back of her shoulder uh, a fork from Rihanna for three damage. I'm so sorry. And now you all are next to each other in the fog, so you all know uh, where everyone is. And you hear in the fog, quaking in your booties, are ye? Not yet, Patchy. Yargan is just gonna go, all right, kick his shoes out. It's tapping time. <laughs> and as he ignites his whip, he's gonna start like tapping in a circle and basically using the whip like a lasso while it's ignited to try and disperse the fog around. Okay. Dexterity? 
nine. Yagami makes a safe distance from his friends first and then starts swinging his whip around 360 and he starts dissipating the fog a little bit and Malachi like the clouds part and you see Malachi and uh, he looks worried for a second and then he, he's like tiptoeing creepily like a like a cartoon and then with his hands already pointed to the ground he just goes and the fire <laughs> he reignites the fire and Steve once again uh, fills the fills the area everybody stands nearby and they listen for any movement at all and Brianna you hear footsteps from the side for a second and then suddenly as you turn to look a heated dagger flies right in front of your face like from left to right right past your face and then as you continue to keep looking at it another heated dagger but this one flies right into your back for seven points of damage oh oh no Jezeline determines where the knife came from and starts running in that direction with her scimitar in hand. Her sword impales on something. And sure enough, it's Malachi. She continues to charge at Malachi, uh, pushing him out of the fog that he's created. And she shoves him to the ground. She pulls her scimitar back as uh, Malachi falls to the ground. And the, and the water splashes into the air again, creating another wall of water. Good work, Loss. Wolfie, attack! You see the wolf just dart away out of the fog. And you hear the splashing of his feet as he's charging. And then you just hear like a... No! Rihanna, it is your turn. Damn you, God. Oh, that's a natural 20. Rihanna hears the wolf whimper, (gasps) runs out of the fog, and she sees waves of water splash into the air. Jezeline wincing off to the side and the wolf laying down on its side. Malachi is like looking through the waves of water. Suddenly you hear from your pocket like, Rai, now, take me out. And Rihanna pulls her dagger out and you see Malachi is like about to point his crossbow at you. And then in the water wave, uh, you see Richter. And he goes, I melon nose. And uh, Malachi turns to look at the wave of water, to see Richter in the wave of water and fires. And sure enough, yeah, the, the boat goes right through the water. And then Rihanna takes this opportunity to quickly fire an arrow into Malachi. And this lands in his shoulder for 12 points of damage. That's my brother. Oh, man, I miss tag teaming. Uh, I missed him. No, not like that. Don't be weird. Don't make it weird. Don't make it weird. Please don't make it weird. I'm talking about my brother. Please don't make it weird. (laughs) After getting shot with the arrow, Malachi like runs through the waves of water again, disappears, and Yargen's looking for Malachi. Yargen looks down and he sees Malachi's like emotionless face swoop up with a dagger and Yargen just misses out of the way. He just backs up in time as the blade like goes from bottom to top. He misses and Yargen goes to retaliate with the whip and Malachi jets himself out of the way and then turns around and sees Rihanna falls back to the ground and then jets just enough so that he can fly over the wave of water that's separating them. And then Malachi flips his body vertically and uh, fires two hand crossbows into Rihanna. And uh, that does eight points of damage as he flips onto the water and water splashes again. I hate the bastard as much as any of us, but that was kind of metal. He's, he's got style. <laughs> and then Malachi laughs at Rihanna, pointing and laughing at her scar from head to whap. Uh. <laughs> what happened? You get a little too rough with the wolf, man. That's actually exactly what happened, yeah. And with that, Jezeline rams him with her shoulder to knock him off balance and wolf you get advantage 
20. <laughs> yeah. The wolf charges at Malachi and bites really hard on his arm. And Malachi freaks out and jets into the air far away with the wolf still clinging on. When you see just like a, like a balloon that's out of air. That's just quickly running out of air. He's flying around. And then they both crash into the water. And Ryan just starts running into that direction where they landed. 30. Yargin runs to the crash landing area and through the waves of water, he whips his fire whip, but of course the water extinguishes that fire. But he does land his whip onto Malachi and that stings him for four damage. And then from the waves of water, a giant wave of fire burns Ryana for 10 points of damage. Are you kidding? Ow, ow, that hurt. Thank you. Thanks, God. Thanks. You're not gonna believe me. Malachi, like, you see he put all of his, like, energy into those fire blasts. Ryana, after being burned, turns back, and Malachi looks up to see Ryana readying a bow, and he kind of panics and quickly uh, puts his hands up desperately, and Ryana fires an arrow right through the palm of his hand. He clutches his wrist and takes nine points of damage. Having seen that while he clutches his wrist, Yargan is gonna charge up a power attack for two points, and try and grab the other hand by the wrist by wrapping the chain around it and yank him this way. 18 to hit. The undamaged arm, Yargin runs up and whips his whip around that arm and the whip wraps around and starts burning Malachi's arm for eight points of damage. As Yargin pulls Malachi towards him, Malachi very nimbly jumps onto Yargin's shoulders and takes out both of his hand crossbows and fires both into each collarbone area shoulder of Yargin. And that loosens the chain whip, so he kicks off of Yargin, does a backflip. And Yargin, you take seven points of damage from that. That was a really cool attack. Sorry, Yargin, but that was really, that was metal, dude. That was really cool. As you hear his collarbone shatter, he goes, no, you're right, you're right. (laughs) Jezeline, like, runs after him to to try and help Yargin. And Malachi quickly turns around and, like, pelts a knife right at Jezeline. But he miscalculates and the hilt hits Jezeline in the forehead. She was very close to dying on that hit, but instead of the blade, the hilt hits her forehead, and uh, she's just stunned and knocked back as Malachi starts uh, dashing away. Wolfie's gonna chase after him and bite his feet off. 18. The wolf runs after Malachi, bites him in his side, and then Malachi elbows the wolf off of him. He continues running, and Malachi takes six points of damage. Yeah! Ryan's gonna see Malachi running and take aim. 18. Malachi continues to run and Ryana fires an arrow right into his back. Well, he still keeps running, but that takes six damage. So Yargin is not doing very hot at this point. So he takes a breath and (sighs) steals himself and then charges for Malachi, whip in one hand, charges up a power attack again for two points. And he's gonna try and whip at his leg to yank and make him fall onto his face. That is a 28 to hit. Yargin chases after Malachi, whips around his leg with the chain whip, and burns into Malachi's leg with the chain whip for five points of damage. And Malachi turns around, and you see him angrier than ever, and looking more powerful than he has this entire fight. And the flames erupt from his palm. And this time, it is a hot blue flame 
Yargen sees it coming and lets go of his grip on Malachi just to dodge out of the way of this giant flame. Hey! However, Jezline is not so lucky to evade no. as she burns for 14 points of damage. Oh, no. Jezeline, you all right? Yeah, Jezeline falls into the water to try and, like, extinguish the flames. So the wolf charges at Malachi. Even after seeing this giant blue flame wave, uh, he is unaffected by it, I guess. He's still courageous, runs at Malachi. The wolf pounces onto Malachi, and Malachi puts his crossbow in the wolf's stomach. <gasps> Just as he fires, the wolf dodges, but the crossbow catches his paw. The wolf takes a hit to the paw and falls off to the side, and then with his mouth pulls the crossbow bolt right out of his paw and shakes it off. Oh, what a little badass. Rihanna is going to continue keeping her distance and shoot at Malachi. 19. Malachi, after all of that, is like now army crawling away, and he makes his way to the fountain altar. No. And Rihanna starts prepping her bow and arrow. Malachi, you see, looks far away, like his lips start like whispering something. He's like, his mouths are moving something. And Rihanna takes aim, closes one eye, and just as Malachi finishes whatever he's saying, Rihanna lets go of the arrow, soars through the air, and hits Malachi right in the head and right through his brain. And Malachi dies. That was right, Chaslas. But you know, the mortal realm is overrated anyhow. You hear Malachi's voice boom throughout the realm as both the fountain altar and Malachi's body sink into the water. I told you I was a collector. You see, I ain't just some lunk-headed pirate. Sure, I didn't graduate, but I done my homework. And I've been studying Arcana for years. You don't become the mad dog without an army. And you don't get an army without power. And you don't get power without fear. Ain't nothing more fearful than the dark arts. Wait. What be those spectral apparitions? Ugh. Looks like the spirits of your friend made it through. What? And your health been fully restored? Someone's trying to throw you a lifeline. <clears throat> no matter. Reality is mine to bend now. Wait, what, what do you mean spirits? What are you talking about? Even in death, I am sworn to carry out justice. At that stage, Hartlock turns to Jezeline and say, but the true purpose of justice is to ensure the living can live well. And I am here to ensure that. Even though I might not have made it out, my friends, I'm still playing my concertos in the big saloon in the sky, and I'm here to help until I move on. Also, he has a little ghost dog. Just look at him. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Jeremiah, how tumble. I'm so sorry. Suddenly, the water all around you begins to swirl with the likes of a tornado. 
You feel as though you've succumbed to the madness of a fevered dream. Your memories become corrupted as Jargon sees Ryana's girlfriend carrying him in her arms during his childhood. Hartlock sees his old monk master, but with the head of Tumbleweed meditating. Ryana sees Jargon's father kill her girlfriend. And Jeremiah sees himself killing King Benedictus and the blood on his hands. The water begins to lengthen and shape into long, thin strands pointed to the sky. A fleshy surface begins to form beneath your feet. The strands of water protruding from the surface turn white and opaque as it gets dark and the sky is no longer to be seen, covered by the strands. So something's not right here. What's going on? Ma'am, I am itchy. Daryl! <laughs> Suddenly, a giant hand comes from the sky and begins raking across the ground in your direction. <laughs> Roll a reflex save and throw. Oh, no. 18. 16. 22. 21. Jeremiah and Yargin. The hand crawls ever closer towards you, raking across the ground, the nails scratching at the ground. And you are both run over by the hand for ten points of damage. What is going on? Psst, Jorgen. Uh. <laughs> is that Jorgen's uncle? <laughs> Whispering across the way. <laughs> Made himself a wee campfire. Old. Go ahead. Have a chat. He isn't real anyhow. He's right, lad. Don't trust what you see. Not even me. He's using you. And you, and you, and you. He's taking your memories and he's using them against you. Stay strong, lad. What do I do, uncle? Stay strong. Uh, do you want some roasted flea? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am a wee bit hungry, honestly. Fighting really takes it out of me. Here you go, lad. Eat up. <laughs> Thank you. Jorgen, you take a bite of the flea, but oh, you should have listened to your uncle. Don't trust anyone. You take five points of damage. Ah! Irritable bowel damage. Uh. <laughs> Time for a nap. All of a sudden, gravity begins to shift as you fly backwards and then up into the air, and an avalanche of snow rushes towards you. You fly through the snow, and when you open your eyes, you see yourselves falling back down into a stormy ocean. When you surface, you see the orphan's exile drifted nearby. <gasps> no. No, it's not real. What do we do? Uh, I don't know. Can, can we wake up? Somebody wake us up. Swim for your lives. Jürgen swims to the orphan's exile. You climb all the way up, all four stories. Oh, no. And you get onto the deck of the Orphan's Exile. You look around and you see no crew. Then, from out of the water, a giant hulking figure rises from the depths. Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, standing over 200 feet above the ship, with the other 200 below the waterline, put your hands together for the giant Jorgen hurls his frickin' scimitar at it, and he goes, I killed you! Just <laughs> launches it at him. <laughs> he stands looming over you with only his upper half visible above the water. As he looks down on you, a small waterfall of ocean water pours down onto your faces. Jorgen's scimitar bounces off one of his pecs. Roll for initiative. Have fun. No! 
no, no, it's not real. It's not real. This can't be real. Seven. Five. Nine. Seven. Hardlock, meditate us awake or something, please, lad. You have to grab him by the tail and press A, then spin him off the map. <laughs> well, there's an Italian man where I'm from that does that very thing. It's funny you say that, Hardlock. First up is Rihanna. You're telling me. Hold on. So this is like a 500... <laughs> it's my little gift to you. A farewell gift. This can't be real. This can't be real. Aye, and I think you better start doing something. Time's ticking, boyo. Rana's going to shoot at Gift. Doesn't matter where. He's so big, it probably won't even make a dent. 21. Roll for damage. Five. And Rihanna fires a bow. And it looks like a little mosquito pestering my little Gift. At least you know it's helpless. I liked it when God was narrating more than Malachi. No! I'm the DM! <laughs> and, uh, it's your turn, Heartlock. Is there a kind of check that I could make to try to determine the properties of this illusion, if it is such? Sure. I'll just tell you, though, it looks as real as it's gonna feel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Heartlock is gonna look to his friends and say, I have a confession to make, which is that sometimes... You cannot meditate everything away. Sometimes you just have to smack them. 21. Roll for damage. That is a six. A huge fist from Gift falls down under the deck. And much of the deck is destroyed. Hardlock takes this opportunity to go ahead and try and run onto the hand of Gift. And he starts running up the arm of Gift, running up the forearm. And he starts climbing up the shoulder. And Gift looks a little annoyed with you. But nonetheless, Hardlock jabs his quarterstaff into the ear of Gift and gives him a good ear cleaning for six damage. Uh, Jorgen, why don't you try something? Jorgen's gonna look at him and he's gonna say, I killed you once, and TT's gonna crawl up onto his shoulder and he says, <laughs> and I'll kill you again. And follow Hartlock's lead up and basically run up to where TT would normally be on gift and just start whipping the devil out of him as he does. That is a 19. Jargon clings to one of the lines of the ship and swings over like Tarzan right onto Gif's other shoulder. And Titi climbs off of Jargon's shoulder onto Gif's shoulder and then runs up Gif's nose. And Gif puts one of his fingers to his nose and blows. And you see Titi covered in snot fly into the ocean. No! And Jargon, enraged, begins to whip. Titi. Roll for damage. Six. And Jargon gives Gift's shoulders a good dusting for six damage with his whip. And it's the wolf's turn. Oh. <sighs> Wolfie wants to attack. Wolfie's gonna bite Gift anywhere. Ooh, bad dog. You're a bad dog. I'm a mad dog. <laughs> 17. Gift tries to pet the poor little wolf, and the wolf bites him on the finger. Well, that's not nice. And the wolf does... Five damage. Five points of damage. All right, Jeremiah, what do you have for the table? Uh, I got some great tunes for the table. I could still play music even if I'm dead. I'm gonna play Little Diddy, Concerto de Heroism. The end. And, uh, you're buffed the entire party. 
Well done, lad. Thanks. And Jezeline, I believe it's your turn. Where's Jezeline? And uh, Jezeline fires a cannon directly into Gift Eyeball? I left the cannons on the ship. <laughs> oh, and Gift is wincing in pain. Oh, that's not good. Gift takes 80 damage. Ah, oh, shite. Everyone roll a reflex saving throw. Oh, critical failure. <gasps> 24. Rihanna rolled a 16, and her wolf pup rolled a 17. Wonderful. Gift slams one hand down onto the deck. And starts wiping his hand across the deck. And the masts begin to collapse. And you all flee for dear life. Except Hartlock, who is still on the shoulder of Gift. And everyone on the deck takes ten points of damage. Jorgen. Gift sees you on his shoulder and grabs you in his big, meaty claws. <laughs> <laughs> and pulls him in front of you and starts squeezing. 20 points of damage as he throws you onto the deck. Rhino's gonna find a handy dandy cannon. Rhino runs down <laughs> to the lower deck and finds a loaded cannon. She's gonna shoot it. <laughs> Fire the cannon. I will. As in get him out, he's fired. 22. Right, you're all 8d10s, darling. Yes! <laughs> and Ryana fires a cannonball into Gift's throat. Grabs his own throat as he takes 59 points of damage. Ingrates, all of you. All right, what? hard luck, your turn. You don't like my gift, do you? No, we don't. <laughs> maybe if we got to know him better, maybe, but like right now. Well, kind of hard to do that with uh, his spine ripped out and all. Well, it's kind of hard to, you know, not rip out his spine when he's attacking us and all. It's kind of hard for him to not attack you when you burn his ship and friends and all. All right, well, you attacked us first, so... I didn't attack anyone. Yeah, I, oh, I politely kept you captive and invited you to dinner. That's not very polite, man. All right, enough him and ho and Hartlock, what do you have for Alrighty. So Hartlock is watching his damage output being completely eclipsed by these cannons, and he's trying to decide if he should run back down onto the ship, but instead he remembers the training of his master, who he now recalls with, like, the head of Tumbleweed for some reason. Uh, and he says, A wise man once told me, we stand on the shoulders of giants. Let us rise! And then uh, is gonna, while standing on Gift's shoulder, um, unleash a flurry of blows towards his, like, carotid artery or something, if he can. 21 and, uh, 20. Roll for both. 5 and 1. Hard lock. Jabs Gift right in the eye with a quarter staff. And he takes triple the damage on that. So congratulations, hard luck. Okay, I'll take that. You do 18 points of damage. Yagen's gonna look over the duck and go, Titi! And Titi's in the water somewhere, sinking. Who knows? I hate to do this, but... I can't leave TT behind. You're a fool, Jargon. Maybe it's not real. He's drowning, Jargon. He's drowning. No, I'm sorry. Jargon jumps in after TT. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Yargin jumps into the water and begins diving, desperately looking for TT. What do I roll? I guess you can roll a spot, if you like. Okay. That's an 18. You see TT covered in snot, sinking in the water, in a fetal position. I grab TT. And you grab TT. Oh, so cute. And you surface. Well done, lad. You wasted your turn. Up next is the wolf. So, like, what are the odds of the wolf being able to man a cannon? Like, is that just not... Why don't you fire your wolf out the cat? Um, because I'm not a heathen like you. Ooh, fire the wolf at his eyeball. But Yeah, this is very Shadow of the Colossus. You have to, like, aim for the weak spot. I'm gonna look at Wolfie and be like, Wolfie? <laughs> the wolf salutes you. <laughs> <laughs> is that a yes? I don't... The wolf climbs into the cannon. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Oh, I... 17. And Rihanna fires the wolf out of a cannon. And the wolf, surprisingly, lands right onto the face of Gift. And, oh, he starts chewing on the eye stalk of Gift's eye. Gift's eyes hanging out, dangling about, and Wolfie continues to chew on it. Hey, that's pretty gross. And the wolf does 18 points of damage. All right. God, we're coming for you after we're done with the pirate. Uh, let's see. I am God. Uh-huh. I'm going to use my long spear. Uh, I'll throw it. All right, that's a 17. Jeremiah throws his spear into Gift's other eye, completely blinding him. <gasps> Not bad. And Gift takes 15 points of damage. Jezeline fires a cannon oh, directly into Gift's stomach. And Gift starts to tumble and, and fall back down into the ocean. Lousy good for nothing. You know what? Gift's body melts into a pile of goo. And you see the goo begin to grow and take the new form of a rocky, jagged mountain. It continues to rise higher and higher, and suddenly the very ship you're standing on is taken higher as well. The ship starts to tip to the side. As it begins to fall, you quickly run to the side of the boat and jump off and cling to the mountain as it continues to grow. You look down and you see the orphan's exile crash all the way down below. I'll tell you what. First one to make it to the top gets to leave my realm. You feel your fingers ache as you hold on for dear life and attempt to navigate the difficult terrain. You see the wolf whimpering and desperately trying to claw its way up, but it's no use. The wolf is unable to hang on and slides off and falls toward the water that's splashing against the jagged rocks below. No! You better make haste. Only 50 feet left. First one to the top gets to live. What if we all reached the top at the same time? Exactly what I was thinking. But, guys, I'm sorry, but I can't leave Wolfie. I can't do that. That's wrong. We'll wait for you. I would like to make a uh, lasso out of rope. That wolf is far gone into the water now, lass. No, no, no. You can go after him if you like. Of course, that's what I want to do, but are you going to be mean about it? Yeah, it's my realm. You see, that doesn't feel like a fair fight, because if we're fighting in your world... No, it doesn't, does it? No, so why can't we just fight you on fair ground? 
He's scared. Are you really trying to make a sob story right now while I'm trying to enjoy torturing you to death? Mad dog. More like a mad chicken. Just for that, everyone roll a reflex saving. Oh. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Critical failure again. <gasps> John. Dirty 20. 10. 18. Oh, no, no, no. Jeremiah, what did you do? Nothing. <laughs> God. Suddenly, as you start climbing up the mountain, you see a winged death hound flying through the air. And the death hound swoops towards Yargon. And starts scratching at him, clawing at him as he's trying to hold on to the mountain, already difficult to cling to. Yeah. And he takes 16 points of damage. Scars all over. Is that all you got? Yargon, are you alright? Yeah, I'm fine. Alright, let's go. First up, Ryana, roll and add your climb. Well, see, no, I think we all agree that we'd rather get there uh, at the same time. Right. You can do that and roll a reflex save and throw, or you can get to the top. All right, one second. Uh, what do you guys think about that? What do you think about the options? Lass. Yeah. Go. What? Go. He's going to kill us all if you don't. Go. Well. Listen, one of us has to make it out to kill that motherfucker. Go. All right. And you see Jezeline climbing, and all of a sudden the Death Hand returns and picks up Jezeline and flies away off the mountain and drops her into the water below. Jezeline! Oh, fucker. Jezeline reaches her hand out towards Hardlock and looks at him with the most longing eyes as she slowly plummets down below. What? Jezeline, no! Oh, you don't know, Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, Hardlock and uh, Jezeline have a, a sort of thing going on for some time, and, uh, well, I thought it was obvious, but, uh, oh, this is some time to tell you. Yeah. Hardlock! Your friends that want to help you are shagging each other. Just so you know. All right, Mad Dog, calm down. Ryan, I'm waiting on that roll. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Keep your pants on, jeez. Yeah, again, remember when you said someone has to make it to uh, fight Mad Dog to the top or whatever? Aye. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be me. What's your roll? I rolled crit failure. <gasps> and the death hound swoops again and scratches at Ryana for 12 points of damage. You all right, lass? I'm fine, except Mad Dog, it feels like you're trying to keep us alive. That's the idea, sweetheart. He's torturing us, lass. He can't cause us pain if we're dead. Hardlock, it's your turn. I mean, I'm pretty dexterous. Um, I want to try to scale down, then. Scale down? If, if Jezeline's drowning, I'm not leaving. Jezeline's far gone into the water, lad. Hey, I said what I said. And uh, Hardlock begins going down the mountain. Mine is a 19. And Hardlock climbs 19 feet down the mountain. I left her once. I'm not leaving her again. Jorgen. Gang, am I climbing? I don't know what the right choice here is. Neither do I, Yagen. Grab onto this grappling hook, and I'm gonna toss a grappling hook her way. Pass it down! Pass it down! I pass it. Oh, sure. Pass it to whoever you like. Jeremiah. And then Jeremiah, if you like, you can pass it to Hardlock. Alright, I'll do that. Hey. Congratulations, you're all connected by a thread. Alright. Here goes nothing, and Yagen's gonna climb. So plus my rage, plus Jeremiah's, plus five, 11, 
plus 13, that's a 24 on climb. And Yargin climbs 24 feet with everyone hanging on to him. So everyone else raises 24 feet as well. Wait, do I raise 24 feet? Because I don't want to be doing that. You do if you stay hooked on to him. Okay, I don't want to be. Hardlock lets go of his grapple. Uh... Stays below as Yargin, Ryana, and Jeremiah climb 24 feet together. Hardlock! I don't know what to do. That puts us with Jeremiah now. You know, I respect Jezlan's decision to uh, to be with Hardlock there, but part of me, part of me loves her too. So I'm gonna disconnect and drop down with Hardlock. Roll for that. Twenty nine. Holy shit! <laughs> and now Jeremiah begins climbing down twenty nine feet. Roll a reflex saving throw. 22. 9. 13. Yargin, the death hound, swoops down again and claws at your back and whines and screams. (coughs) Ryan, it's your turn. Yargin, I think that I'm going to sound crazy and I know that it sounds like I've had a death wish from the beginning, but hear me out, all right? You said it best. Mad Dog just, he can't torture us if we're dead don't do it right? don't do it no Laz Laz we don't know what's going on I know that but one of us has to find out no that or we do it together the boys are already going down there's no point going up Laz you have to figure right? you you have to figure out how to get your brother out I'm done I did it I can do it do what but you need to keep climbing no no Yagen if anyone if anyone here has a chance to beat Mad Dog it's you or maybe Hartlock no offense to Jeremiah or myself, but... Not on my own. Listen, once this adrenaline stops pumping throughout my body, I'm unconscious. Historically, splitting the party has gone very well. <laughs> <laughs> Lass, I think we keep climbing, and if we drop, we drop. But we gotta keep trying. But for what? To get to the top? Technically, if we both made it to the top at the same time, Hartlock and Jeremiah, who have already died once, would have to die again. And I'm sorry about that, but I think we have to try. That doesn't feel right. I know, but uh, I don't know what else to do. Climb, lass. Go. Or kill yourself. Yeah? God, I've had just about enough of you, I'll tell you what. Thank you for calling me God, Jeremiah. I appreciate that. damn it. I'll make your death quick and painless. (laughs) I'm already dead, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we roll again? Give me a moment to think. Yeah, I gave you several. I'm waiting up here for you, lass. What do you mean you're waiting up here? Where are you waiting? At the top of the mountain? Come and find out. You'd like that, wouldn't you? I'd love it. <sighs> lass, don't do it, please. Ugh. Please, lass, please. Damn it, Yargin. She's going to climb. Roll. That's the 20, not Nat. As Ryana climbs, Yargin climbs with her. And together you make it to up another 20 feet. Only six more to go. Hardlock, what would you like to do? The Hardlock sees Jeremiah coming down with him and smiles and says, Jeremiah, I misjudged you, and for that I apologize. You are a true paragon of justice. And then is going to keep sprinting all the way towards the water. Okay, roll. 23. And Hardlock starts running down the mountain, Naruto style. Yeah. Like arms behind my back, like 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 one of one of those like uh, kids in like middle school that like nobody socialized with. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta respect him. All right. Next is Yargan. He's gonna look at Rayana and say, 
Alas, this will be it. Uh, and he's going to shout down and he says, Lads, I, I'm sorry I don't, I don't have the courage to stay. We'll find you I, and we will. But we have to go. Oh my god, that is a 30 on climb. And Jargon and Ryana, you climb the remaining six feet together. Welcome to the top. And at the top of the mountain, you see Yars truly in his demon form, and he stands 20 feet tall, wielding a ball and chain flail in each hand. You see, the balls are black metal skulls with glowing red eyes covered in spines. And you see, embedded in his chest, a black orb with glowing red veins, like the one you saw shattered in the lab. That's enough from you! What do you think you're doing? This is my world. I'm the dungeon master. No more turns. Just you and me, right now. And I'm going to crush your skull. As we break that orb, all of this ends. And I run over to Yarkin, and I pick him up by the neck, and I drag his body across the rock and ground, and then I throw him through a giant stalagmite, and he takes six points of damage. I'm just getting started, lad. Well, Rihanna would like to shoot you in the stomach with your little orb. And apparently we don't have turns, so I can do whatever I want whenever I want. 18! And Rihanna shoots an arrow into Malachi's orb, and you see it crack just a little. Quiet, you stinking build rat! And Yargan's gonna run up with the stalagmite. He grabs the stalagmite, and he's gonna run up to him and bury it into the orb, trying to shatter it. And Rihanna's gonna pull out her fork and stab again. She wants to stab him. Right there. And Yargan's gonna keep <laughs> stabbing with the stalagmite, trying to break that orb. You see Yargan smash his stalagmite into Malachi's demon orb, and it continues to crack more and more. And before Malachi can do anything, <laughs> he pulls out his whip, and he keeps whipping at the orb. He grabs the scimitar in the other hand, drives it in. And just as you try to throw your whip, I open my mouth, and a huge fireball Flies out in flames upon ye! Oh yeah, well then Yargin grows up to be Malachi's size! He embiggens himself again and punches him in the orb! God is so proud. This is what he always wanted you to realize. The limit does not exist. <laughs> Mega Yargin! You see the orb, uh, and you see the orb crack more and more as steam starts to escape and white beams of light start to shoot out. And then a I throw my mace into the air, and a huge- And I jab my fingers into the orb and pry it apart! And a rock flings Yargan into the air, and I start hurling galaxies at him! <laughs> I put my hand up to Malachi's chest, and a universe starts expanding within the orb, trying to splinter it apart. universe was just the little marble on a cat's collar. <laughs> Rihanna wants to go and stab him in the orb. Wants to stab him in the orb again. And then Rihanna stabs her fork right through Malachi's orb and it shatters. And then Malachi, demon Malachi, falls to his knees and then onto his back. 
and Rihanna walks up to Malachi laying on the ground. I am the deer. <laughs> I am God. God. <laughs> not anymore, you're not. And with that, Malachi dies for real this time. <laughs> and the mountain shrinks all the way back down into the water. And the fountain altar rises to the surface. And the water calms down back to its original tranquil state. It's good to be back. It's good to have you back, God. Welcome back, God. Yeah, just wanted to thank you for uh, getting me back in control there. I was worried there for a second. You know. If you're Sventon, I'm going to be real pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not Sventon. <laughs> Please, carry on. <laughs> well, in case you didn't know, this is my altar in the, one of my realms. But I got to tell you guys, you know, I, I have not been this entertained in a long time. And uh, listen, I normally I don't get involved in mortal affairs. Uh, even though I was the one providing the ingredients uh, to the addictive Myers pain, uh, in exchange for the proper sacrifice. Uh, but still, I, I think I owe you guys a little something for helping me out. Just this one thing, though, uh, for now. So here's what we're gonna do. We cut to a portal reappearing in the alchemy lab in the High Claw Royal Palace. And Yargin and Rayana come walking out of the portal with a bright white glow around them. Their eyes are glowing white. Their hair is flowing slowly as if underwater. They see Hartlock's torn up body pinned to the table with dozens of daggers, his mouth still smiling. They put their hands behind his head, Yargin on one side, Rayana on the other. And as soon as they touch him, Hartlock's eyes flick open. <coughs> They dart around to see these angelic figures pulling him up back to his feet, and his wounds heal instantly. <sighs> then out of the portal comes the wolf, Titi, Jezeline, and they follow behind our angelic figures as Yargin and Rayana walk down the hall. The horde of pirates notices them, and immediately they begin charging at them. The first pirate swings at Yargin, and just as they make contact, they instantly vaporize. Unrelenting. The pirates one by one charge at Yargin and Rayana and vaporize like moths to the flame. At the end of the hall, they come to Grumbo feeding on the bodies of Tumbleweed and Jeremiah. Grumbo turns around and shrieks in fear as Yargin goes to boop him on the head with his index finger and Grumbo vaporizes. Yargin puts a hand on Jeremiah, Rayana puts a hand on Tumbleweed and both rise to their feet unharmed. Together, as you walk through the horde, the pirates continue to crumble away as you make your way to the palace entrance. One pirate cowers with his back pressed to the door as Yargin slowly reaches through the pirate and disintegrates him as he pushes the double doors open. Collectively, you walk outside, and in the distance, you see all the pirate ships get struck by lightning in unison. Every pirate ship begins to sink into the ocean.
cut to one month later. We come to a calm, snowy day in Longreach. We see Yargen walking along the road. He turns to see a petting zoo. And in the petting zoo, we see Drevin, the pirate cell guard, on his knees, feeding rabbits in a field. Next to him is another man on his knees, feeding the rabbits, an orc. They both turn to see Yargen and wave. And Yargen waves back. And we see Titi in the field, playing with the rabbits as well. As he continues to walk down the road, Yargen turns the other way to see Hartlock and Jezeline meditating on the steps of the newly built Longreach Monastery. They both sense his presence, open one eye, and wave, and Yargen waves back. Yargen makes his way to the Skulking Sea Hag Tavern. As Yargen enters, we see the place is packed with plenty of townsfolk from both districts, dancing, drinking, enjoying the music, and having a good time. We see Jeremiah at a booth with four burly, shirtless men with tumbleweed sitting next to him playing five-finger filet. Jeremiah finishes a lap just before the guy in front of him, and the guy scowls angrily at Jeremiah. <laughs> Jeremiah becomes very frightened. Then the guy sitting next to Jeremiah, Mikael, the man Jeremiah had beaten before, slaps Jeremiah on the back and they all laugh. <laughs> we see Rihanna drinking with Reginald at his usual table in the back of the tavern. In a third chair sits a very, very polished steel shield. And in the reflection is Richter, Rihanna's brother, looking and talking back and forth to Reginald and Rihanna. On the table, Coop, the dog, is jumping back and forth between the reflections of the bottles as he runs around chasing his own tail. The wolf is asleep at Rihanna's feet. In the crowd, Harold, because Daryl is in the royal palace and Gerald must have taken the day off today. Harold is dancing his tush off. Off to the side, Philgar is doing a keg stand. Harold turns around to see Yargen, and Yargen power slides onto the dance floor and joins Harold as together they do the bounce, boogie, and bump all night long. Somewhere off in the Longreach jail, we see Sigmund sitting in the corner of his cell reading a book. Somewhere else in the snowy wilds, we see a werewolf howling at the moon. After a long night, Yargen comes back home. We see his chain web mounted on his wall, a recent letter from his parents sitting on the nightstand, as well as Limu's small bandage wrapping he found when they ventured to the dwarven ruin. Yargen stares at the bandage, and then runs over to his desk and pulls out paper, a quill, and an inkwell, and begins writing. We then fade to Limu, reading the same letter. As Limu reads the letter, we see him age eight years later. Limu is now 17 years old. And we cut to Limu walking over to Yargen's front door. He knocks at the door, and Yargen opens the door. Hello, lad. It's, uh... It's good to see you again. It's good to see you, Yargen.
Hey, it's me, the the DM, Nick. It's me, Nicholas Benetatums, and uh, everyone here at Whimsic Productions would just like to thank you all, each and every one of you individually, uh, for sticking by, sticking with us through this whole campaign. This whole ride has been amazing, wonderful. Uh, thank you to, for all the support. This has been my first time personally uh, DMing, writing, and sound designing, and I'm appreciating you guys uh, bearing with me through that. Uh, there's been a lot of bumps in the road uh, and a lot of good stuff as well. And uh, I really, really, truly, we truly appreciate you guys sticking with us the whole way, uh, whether you were patient, uh, you know, waiting eat for each episode as soon as they came out, or even if you're listening to this, I don't know, maybe years from now, uh, and I'm talking to you, person who decided to listen to this three years later or whatever, that I completely, that means a lot to me as well and to all of us. So thank you. Thank you so much. Seriously, you guys are troopers. Um, I mean, from the way the first episode was to, to where we're at now, I'm not trying to butter my own biscuits, but uh, the quality has changed a little bit. So, uh, yeah, you guys are troopers. Thank you so much. Any questions, comments, concerns, whatever, feel free to contact us or contact me through us, whatever. I'm, I'm open to to chatting with you guys uh and yeah i guess that's it for me that was a kiss from whimsic productions the fable and folly network where fiction producers flourish. Night has fallen, the moon is full, and we're inviting you to listen to Canada by Night, a podcast where professional improvisers play Vampire the Masquerade. Detective-turned-vampire Everett Fry accidentally becomes the sheriff of New Haven, an experimental town where they're testing if vampires and humans can coexist. Stuck leading a ragtag group of officers, the Bruja bounty hunter Val, the Gangrel news reporter Evangeline, and the Tremere blood witch Doris. Can Everett keep the town running? Or will everyone end up liquidated by the Vampire Council of Canada? Trending on global fiction charts and produced by Dum Dums and Dice, whose podcast Dum Dums and Dragons ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America. Listen now to find out why Canada by Night has been downloaded more than a half a million times. Canada by Night, its interview with the vampire, if it had all the characters from Parks and Rec in it. <laughs>